How can they pass judgment if they don't know what it's all about? I hold it the very law we are here to enforce excludes such testimony. That remark is an insult to this entire community. And this community is an insult to the world. This is Mr. Sledge's After Party, the Whenever He Wants podcast supplement meant for entertainment purposes only and does not reflect the opinions of the rest of the Court of Nerds. This is a not-safe-for-work podcast, so don't play it in open air. And now, Mr. Sledge. Hello and welcome to episode number nine of Mr. Sledge's After Party. This week, I'm going to talk about something that is near and dear to me, as well as many nerds out there. Space Exploration. Emmett, do you think we'll ever be able to travel to the moon the way we travel across the country on trains? Definitely. Although not for another 84 years and not on trains. We'll have space vehicles, capsules settle off, rockets, devices that create giant explosions. Explosions so powerful that they just... They break the pull of the Earth's gravity and send the projectile through outer space. What is it about space exploration that so ignites the imagination? Is it truly frontier mentality derived from a reallocation of manifest destiny? Is it the promise of advances in science and understanding about the universe and our place in it? Are giant rockets just cool? This past week, SpaceX tested their Falcon Heavy rocket, and Elon, in the most rock star of ways, put his own Tesla Roadster, complete with a mannequin and a copy of Hitchhiker's Guide, on course to Mars. Or at least Mars adjacent. Math can be hard. But what this all ignited was an age-old conversation about the efficacy of space exploration and what it can do for us. There are detractors on both sides of the political spectrum. On the liberal side, you got people like Bill Maher that, no matter how many times he has Neil deGrasse Tyson on his show, We'll always talk about the incredible amount of money spent on these endeavors, and couldn't that money be better spent on libraries and schools? I'm sure the rocket that put up the HBO satellite is okay, though. On the conservative side, money seems less an issue, oddly, and people like President Trump's nominee to run NASA, Jim Bridenstine, want to limit studies in areas they fundamentally disagree with, like climate science or cosmological study. I mean, if Jesus is coming back, it doesn't really matter, does it? I'm sure he still wears a seatbelt, though, and puts on sunscreen. These people tend to be noisy, though, and no matter how many data-driven arguments you give them, it is never enough. Bill Nye can correlate all the material and immaterial advances in space science has had on our everyday life, and you can have Neil Ferguson talk about the space race being a military endeavor and how it kept America safe by having conflict without using nukes. And it still doesn't matter. No matter what argument is given, proponents of these lines of thinking always circle back to their main point, even if you just discredited it. It often feels as if the conversation will continue to go in circles until one of you walks away. I could break down all the arguments for continuing space exploration, and in fact, expanding funding on these scientific endeavors. But many people have done that before me, and with far greater eloquence than I can ever muster. Besides, Arguing with a libertarian over economic matters is as fruitful as arguing the definition of soon with a religious fundamentalist. So, it's best not to engage them in the first place, and hope that the majority of people see flaws in these lines of thinking. You can't talk a conspiracy theorist out of a conspiracy, 
You're just further proof of that conspiracy. Instead, I like to ask a question to the people who want to end space exploration and orbital studies. How do you define humanity? That's a big question, with no real wrong answer, and it is a foot in the door for me to talk about what humanity means to me. You see, to me, humanity is that terrestrial species that has arisen from a four and a half billion year process of evolution. Humanity has arisen from the ashes of apocalyptic events like mass extinctions, ice ages, and has even managed to survive, so far, from self-annihilation. Wouldn't it be a shame if humanity confined itself? restricted itself from achieving greater aims? Humanity, as we know it, will not be around forever. It's a blip on the cosmological timescale. But shouldn't humanity try to make it longer blip? Does humanity want its legacy to simply be a roadster making an elliptical orbit with don't panic pasted on its dashboard? Shouldn't humanity have a long view in mind? How we answer those questions is what really defines what humanity is. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. William Bradford, speaking in 1630 of the founding of the Plymouth Bay Colony, said that all great and honorable actions are accompanied with great difficulties, and both must be enterprised and overcome with answerable courage. If this capsule history of our progress teaches us anything, it is that man in his quest for knowledge and progress is determined and cannot be deterred. The exploration of space will go ahead, whether we join in it or not. And it is one of the great adventures of all time. And no nation which expects to be the leader of other nations can expect to stay behind in this race for space. Those who came before us made certain that this country rode the first waves of the Industrial Revolution, the first waves of modern invention, and the first wave of nuclear power. And this generation does not intend to founder in the backwash of the coming age of space. We mean to be a part of it. We mean to lead it. Thanks for listening to my after party, which might have been an excuse to listen to JFK speeches. Gosh, imagine a leader that pushed a noun and a verb together without the intent of blowing something up. If you're like me and you are ignorant of the world of wrestling and you need a primer, listen to That's So Braven, where you can find out what a heel is. It's more than just a part of your shoe. I'm Kevin from the Court of Nerds, imploring you to dream high, aim far, 
and to not be afraid of the dark. Bye!